Hi, this is Danny Ryan from Three Will. I'm the Vice President of Business Development, and I'm here with Pete Skelly. He's the Director of Technology for, for Three Will. And we're just covering um, today the five things you need to know about transforming uh, full trust code to the cloud app model. I appreciate you writing this blog post, uh, Pete. Thanks, Danny. Um, starting off, you were, hit a couple of acronyms. Tell me a little bit more about the um, the acronyms that people need to know to get sort of get started with this subject. So there's really two primary acronyms for the blog post that you want to be familiar with. First is full trust code or FTC, and full trust code is really um, uh, the old server side way of doing things. So classic C sharp. Um, and having uh, essentially full trust on the server. Uh, so you had an assembly that was deployed to the server, might have been deployed to the GAC, for example. Uh, and the other is uh, CAM, or client uh, cloud app application model. And so the cloud application model is really the, the, not just the SharePoint app model, but some additional ways of moving to the cloud and some of the patterns and practices you need to be aware of when developing cloud-based solutions. Awesome, awesome. And so what I'd like to do next is just sort of go through the, the five things that you mentioned here, maybe get, add a little bit of light to them. Uh, the first one that you started off with was um, avoid the customization tax of declarative code. Tell me more about that. Sure, so typically if you're gonna be declaring uh, XML values and deploying your code using the old feature framework, um, what most people didn't do is take time to uh, use the feature upgrades. And it, to be honest, it wasn't exactly the most uh, robust and, and easy framework to use uh, when you were trying to upgrade features. Um, so typically what would end up happening is you'd accrue a, a bit of technical debt when trying to do those upgrades. You'd either deploy a brand new solution or try to do some things uh, which weren't declarative. And in the end, you'd be writing code anyway. So a lot of times, you might have gone through and created the XML files, created element.xml files, and deployed your code using features, um, which was the suggested model. It was what we knew back then, mm -hmm. uh, and what was suggested. But at this point, now you begin to, to essentially pay a tax. Uh, so every time you've got an update, you're gonna have to find a way to make those changes. And either you're gonna be coding them in the end anyway, or you're going to have to add and bolt on additional features and you know it's just going to turn into a franken feature over time okay okay gotcha and you so that's the the next one that you have i mean you've mentioned this i remember you talking about this uh before which was transformation not migration i think i was saying migration a bunch of you're like no no <laughs> let's say transformation instead <laughs> what, what do you mean by that yeah i think it's pretty clear from microsoft at this point that um some of the things that you're going to have to learn, and this is true in my opinion at least for cloud app development in general, um, if you're going to take dependencies on external services or consume REST-based APIs or um, you're going to basically push code into the cloud and have to deal with uh, resiliency issues or compensation patterns, etc., you're going to have to transform code and not just kind of pick that code up and bolt it into another place. Um, so migrating your code isn't necessarily the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. um, all too often folks, you know, kind of look at it and say, oh, well, I did an SP timer job is the canonical example in the old full trust world. Well, why can't I do that in the new world? And 
you really can't. You, re you really need to consider, should that be a timer job at all? Should it be something that might be a workflow? Should it be a, uh, a web job that runs in Azure or some, some other pattern? Um, so you really need to consider what business problem you're trying to solve and what functionality you're trying to address mm -hmm. and transform that solution, not just migrate the existing code. Gotcha. And yes, that does mean you're probably going to have to rebuild some of these solutions, but you know, we'll get to one of the other items and uh, you're going to have to just pick and choose some of these things and probably transform gradually. Gotcha. You said that the, uh, in the third one, you said that the, con to control, uh, to control the provisioning process, that that's a critical piece. Why is that? Yeah, I think controlling the provisioning process is really the most critical portion or aspect of moving to the cloud app model. Um, if you can begin to, you know, enlarge uh, provisioning scenarios, if you can begin to control that provisioning process, you're going to move away from having to pay that customization tax. You're going to be in a better situation. You're not going to have some of those files that uh, are deployed, that are dependent on features, and, and that are using uh, unghosted files. So um, if you learn to control the provisioning process or you can take advantage of that and, and utilize the code to deploy your uh, new assets, sites, you know, master pages, any files, lists, content uh, types, etc., um, you're going to be better off in the long run and really what you're trying to do is isolate your maintenance and upgrade surface and reduce that customization tax. Gotcha. The fourth one you have is is to transform gradually. Tell me more about that one. Yeah, we, we keep referring to that customization tax and I think a lot of organizations today, um, they've made a significant investment in SharePoint and so if you can control that provisioning process for your new sites, that's one way to kind of move towards the future. But if you've already got, um, you know, a, a huge investment in SharePoint, say you've got thousands of site collections, um, you're probably not going to be able to move all that content really quickly. But you can do some things like use CSOM to actually create new elements and upgrade the existing content and move slowly over time. And you can do that in place. You're not you know, disrupting business, you're not losing business continuity, you're not impacting you know, your whatever ROI you're trying to get out of those older quote sites. So I think transforming gradually, really you have to look for those greenfield projects to move to the cloud app model. But even if you have full trust code out there today that you can't completely remove from the existing farm, you can start to move that and actually move existing content to this new model. So you do have some options to move gradually. And for Greenfield means like a brand new project. Brand new project. Brand, yep. you know, all yep. your brand new projects look at leverage. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. Um, the fifth one is finally because you can. Tell me more about that one. Yeah, I think that's for a lot of our clients, you know, um, working with some other developers and some of our clients. A lot of times people will ask, well, I can do this in full trust code and I can do this still using features. Uh -huh. And even in the past, it's always been, at least from our perspective, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Um, you know, you've got to look at the business problem you're trying to solve. And, and with all the things that you can do in SharePoint, it's really trying to find those patterns and practices that the office development team is pushing um, that'll make your life a little easier. Um, if you're going to go to the cloud, great. Well, you need to have these you know, models and patterns that are going to let you get those updates on a regular basis. You're trying to consume those services in a commodity fashion. So if you 
code yourself into a corner and can't get those updates, you've done yourself a disservice, right? Mm -hmm. um, so just because you can create a custom master page doesn't mean you should. Now, does that mean you should never do that? Probably not. Um, there are cases where I would probably say, yes, go ahead and create a custom master page or um, use some of the older patterns, but you've got to kind of look at it and be pragmatic in your approach. If you're going to be on-prem for a long time and you've got a huge investment, it may be worth keeping some of those things in place. So just because you can doesn't mean you should do those things. Um, so it's really kind of looking at it and determining what you really want to do when you want to do it. Gotcha. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to, to write this blog post and spending some time with me today. Um, I wanted to, for all those listeners, I wanted to let you know that we are going to have uh, an upcoming webinar in May of 2015. So um, if Please feel free to drop by our blog. I'll have more information on uh, that webinar. If you want to see any of the webinars from 3Will, go to 3Will.com slash calendar, and I'll have a list of all of our webinars. Uh, thanks again, Pete, for your time today, and uh, I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks.